Poison Rana. 2023, another fantastic and fascinating year in the world of pro wrestling. After over 40 years as owner, Vince McMahon finally sold the WWE. This is the biggest thing R.E. Manuel and Vince McMahon have ever done. AEW broke records by hosting All In in a jam-packed Wembley Stadium. London, England! 81,035 fans! And CM Punk once again continued to dominate the headlines. Today I terminated Phil Brooks, CM Punk, for cause. But on top of all that, the world was treated to a whole load of wrestling classics. Sammy Swiggle! Pullover kick! And another! Stutter! Threes! The one! Cover! The bloodline! Begins. We saw a ring general dominate and become the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. that took place not only once, but twice between the best bout machine and the aerial assassin. Spray. Uh, one, winged, angel. Nobody kicks it. The American Dragon proved that he is still the best technical wrestler in the world. Danielson drawing on the support of Seattle. Busaiko An American nightmare failed to finish the story. And the story does not end tonight. Champions were crowned. Rio Ripley is in charge. Blood feud settled. Hangman with the chain wrapped around the neck of John Moxley. And wrestlers went out there to prove that they are the best in the world. And as we look forward to seeing what wrestling has in store for us in 2024, we take a look back at the best matches of 2023 in an all-new best match ever. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brain and Davey are back. But this time, we're here to chat about the very best. The best match ever. ever. Of 2023. Part one. Part one. Yes. We are looking at 10 matches over the course of the next week. Starting with part one today. So we'll be going through the, the matches that between... You guys and us were voted places 10 through to 6. Yeah, we uh, we got a list thanks to all of you people. You wrote in. You compiled a list of all the top matches. Everyone voted. We put our votes in, and it helped create this list. And we're going to chat through 10 to 6 of the five matches here on part one. And part two will be out later this week over on our Patreon. So it will be This indeed. is a little, little taster, a little teaser of what's to come. 
Yeah, this is one of uh, the most fun shows to do of the year because we just get to reminisce and look at all the good shit that happened. Yeah, so we're going to go through 10 to 6. We're going to go through the matches in depth. We kind of review them, chat about them, rate them, and then uh, we'll have some fun kind of looking back because it was a pretty crazy year. It was indeed. Nice intro off the top. It was a crazy year of wrestling. I mean, like outside the ring, Vince selling WWE. You had AEW doing all their... AEW things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, All in. Yeah. Had yeah. the CM Punk saga. Yeah, which seemed to take up everyone's interest, I'd say, of 2023. Like, that was definitely a a story and still is remaining a story of 2024 now of just CM Punk. Always everyone wants to talk about CM Punk. But uh, this is a show where we kind of nerd out about the actual wrestling. It is, yeah. So looking at bell to bell yeah or i don't know i i've i've asked you this before but i'll ask you it again when you uh when you look at a match do you just take in what's happening in the ring do you take in like the story that was going into the match do you include the entrances do you include the ring gear like how much of it do you factor in to what you define as a good match or to give your rating on a match. Yeah, obviously like a bell to bell storytelling between the people involved in the match is the main part of it, but there is everything else, the story going into it, like in any boxing or UFC fight, like if, if, if you just said these two guys are going to fight, it's like, okay, cool. They can be two really good fighters. But if one of these guys said, yo, I'm a fucking fuck your wife or something you might be like holy shit these guys hate each other and i need to watch this fight look at the logan paul uh versus the fucking loser guy he he beat um it was the same thing everyone just wanted to see these guys fight because the story around it did that mean it was a good boxing match hell no it wasn't even a boxing match but that did not make the list but i think there's stuff where like you know we heard in the the intro there like um Ludwig Kaiser introducing Gunther. Like, Gunther already feels like a big deal, but the entrance and the introduction, I think Samantha Irving's been fantastic this year. It gives it that, you know, big fight feel. How many matches have we seen where we just see two guys staring at each other and the crowd start chanting, this is awesome, and they haven't even touched yet? For me, it's all part of it. Like, a a great entrance, like getting the the goosebumps before a a match has even started, just, uh, like heightening your expectations and then you've got to deliver yeah and for me it, it takes all those things to be a good match yeah absolutely like you could come and have a good match but you could be in like fucking gym shorts and, and come out with just bright house lights on and no music and i'd be like oh okay like it's it's a whole package for me yeah you got it you want everything in your sports entertainment you exactly, want the, yeah. the entertainment out of the the sports as well but yeah it's it's a whole thing and i mean wrestling has gotten like crazy with the in-ring stuff like you watch a match from the 70s and you watch a match now like these guys are doing incredible feats of strength and athleticism and like all sorts of stuff where back in the day it's fucking you know bless them but harley race punching someone you're like whoa nowadays it's like ricochet's doing 630 flips and and not saying flips and stuff are better and i'll argue as well whenever people like oh you know back in my day you'd finish a, a match with a ddt yeah Back in your day, you were living off blow and booze and two hours sleep and roids, Fair. you know, yeah. <laughs> like I've... and multiple chair shots to the head. Yeah, today, like they're they're athletes, you know, they they treat their bodies like athletes, and therefore, in my mind, kind of kayfabe wise, 
they can withstand more pain. Yeah, like the, the the guys today are lasting longer because they treat their bodies a bit, maybe a bit more properly. Like a lot of the people we'll talk about on these two episodes of, of the best of the year are featuring people who do take this very seriously. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they're they're called the best because they do treat this as if it's their life depends on it because it, it does. And the 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 moves and things that wrestlers do these days are just like insane and incredible. Like I love showing clips of certain matches that just blow my mind to friends who don't watch wrestling because yeah. they'll be like, "What the hell is this?" And of course, it's easy to go like, "Oh, no, an Osprey doing the multiple flips and stuff." Like he doesn't really do flips and stuff really anymore. He elbows people in the back of the head, and I like that. So, you know, for me with everything, does it does it make sense? Um, like I'm not a big deathmatch guy but we may or may not be talking about some deathmatches yeah. on this list and for me it's like there's you need a reason to do that move you need a reason to grab a pizza cutter and drive it across someone's head and if i watch a wrestler who's allowing someone else to drive a pizza cutter across their head i'm like that's not very good right but if <laughs> But if it looks like a struggle and a fight, and that's what the depths you're going to to beat this guy, absolutely, you suck me in. Yeah, and I think it, you could say the same with with flips and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. When it makes sense, it makes sense. And certain, you know, certain wrestlers these days have just like really taken this to another level. And like it's it's insane of where wrestling will go. What's what are like the the future of wrestling if this is what these people are doing now? It's it's very impressive. Just in the time we've been watching wrestling, like in the last 20 years or so, like how it's evolved. Ob- yeah. Like you, you, yeah, it's scary to think where this will be in another 20 years, in On 50 years, in 100 years, you know? These guys will be like fighting with jetpacks and holograms yeah. and who knows what, right? Cody will still be fi- trying to finish the story. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be, be great. Roman v. Andre at WrestleMania 50. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Kind holograms. Who knows what it'll be? But Crazy. But but yeah, it, it's like wrestling. Certain people love wrestling. They don't even care about the matches. <laughs> How many people do you know that people love wrestling? Oh, WWE, I love that shit. What do you love about it? Oh, I love the promos and the the disc, you know, the dissing and all the the trash talking. But when it comes to wrestling, it's like the least interested part. There mm-hmm. is. It's funny. There's a lot of people like that who love wrestling, who listen to us. They love everything involving it. Oh, this guy's going to jump ship. And this guy said this about this guy. And this guy punched this guy backstage and this and that. But when it comes to the wrestling, they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I just want to, I just want the drama and everything else going around. That's fucking cool too. But there's like great wrestling and whether people are want to talk about TV ratings and pay-per-view buy rates, that's not that interesting to me. Mm. I, I'm still just a fan at heart. And when I watch something that I thought think is very good or very entertaining, sports entertaining, it makes me it, this is an all an escape for us, right? This is entertainment. And I love watching wrestling when it's so fucking good. More than I love wrestling when it's so fucking bad, even though I really love wrestling when it's bad. Yeah, for me, like I only need to be concerned with ratings or stuff if it means a show I enjoy is going to get canceled or yeah. like a movie franchise I like aren't going to make anymore. Yeah. That kind of thing. Otherwise I'm just here to enjoy it. Yeah. Like it's, I'm able to watch it. I'm watching it. I'm enjoying it. If yeah. I don't like it, I won't watch it. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I I'm here to be sports entertained. 
We are, we all are sports entertained. And this year was, was great. We mentioning some of like the big stories, but like as of wrestling, there was so much wrestling, so much that like we can't even keep up. And like, it's our fucking job to keep up. It's so hard to watch. Think about it. Raw is three hours. Smackdown's two hours. That's five hours. NXT, another two on top of that. that. That's a lot of WWE programming in one week. Now add a premium live event yeah. on a weekend or two. <laughs> that sometimes they do with NXT or whatever on the same fucking day, maybe on top of that. then you got AEW who added a second show, which is like, and not, a third show. yeah. So like, that's a lot of hours yeah. at a pay-per-view or two when they do it, ring of honor or whatever. That's hours and hours in one week. Maybe you're insane. Like John Cena and you watch your impact or your, your ring of honor weekly or whatever else is on TV. Like there's hours of this shit every week. And like some people are completists and love to watch everything. I am like, I am like a completist. If I put a movie on and I'm like, eh, it's fine. I, I want to watch the movie. Mm. I want to see what happens in the end. If I really hate it, I'll turn it off. Yeah. But like, I'm the same way with wrestling, but at some point I had to give up of like, mm. I can't keep up with all yeah. this stuff. Like there's just too much to watch, but every year I'm watching, there's a reason why, you know, another company exists or another show gets put on because wrestling is popular and wrestling fans will flock to it when when there is stuff on tv program and i think for me when when thinking about uh the best matches of the year as you said there is so much now and the the standard is so much higher it makes it really difficult so for me you need to do something different or it needs to be that combination of a story or something like that i've i've gravitated more to wwe this year than i have in the last like many years. many years uh because i think they've been focusing a bit more on on long-term storylines and fleshing out characters so they're a little deeper and i think in a in a weird way having AEW multiple times a week where you're watching weekly on tv matches that years ago would have been match the year contenders easily now they they come and go and it's what is it what is it that you do that's going to make me remember your match like 10 months later when compiling these kind of lists. Yeah. So I think that's, what's been interesting and, and going through, we, we put up 30 matches um, as kind of like personal favorites of ours slash like the top rated on cage match and Dave Meltzer and all that for you to kind of pick your top 10. And then we picked our top 10 and did spreadsheets and stuff, but there's a whole load on this list that uh, were fantastic matches from this year that we won't be, talking about um things like uh kenny omega versus vikingo earlier in the year right dynamite amazing match it had so much like feedback it had so many people being like holy shit what is this a who the hell is vikingo mm. if you've never seen him before and b like wait what is what is these crazy moves this guy's doing like it had it got such a buzz from that but when you watch it back is it better than like a whole handful of matches this year not really. It didn't. Mm. It didn't stand out to me. But I have watched it back, showing showing my brother this match. Actually, just a few months ago, he was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And we were hanging out and we were smoking some. And I was like, "Here's a few matches." And I showed him a bunch. He was like, "That guy is insane. Can't wait to see what he does." Meaning by Kingo. But comparing it to some of the other matches that we will talk about today, he was like, "Oh, that one wasn't as good." Yeah. But that one comes to mind because yeah, it was like a showcase dream match, and people scoffed like, "Oh, how could it be a dream match? We don't even know who this guy is." Well. You got educated because you were like, what? Who is this kid? He's insane. Uh, another match that comes to mind is Chad Gable versus Gunther 
uh, they had this series of matches on Raw, and yeah. the, the last one in particular was excellent. And wonder if they'll revisit it. I'd I'd love that to be a uh, a Mania match, perhaps for for Gunther, or because uh, that was again great, but didn't crack the top ten. Unfortunately, uh, Master Wado and Titan also didn't crack our uh, top ten. Uh, unfortunately, from the best of the Super Juniors thirty. Okay, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, Master Wado didn't make our list. Um, another match I really liked this year: Becky Lynch versus, versus Trish Stratus in the cage. The cage match was awesome. I thought like that was that did stand out to me because I wasn't expecting to see uh that level from trish and i i thought that had a good story going into it and was just brutal both with like huge potatoes on their head yeah uh, during that match there there was a lot of matches i'd say for AEW, like you said every week they have a, one match at least like one match minimum per week that you're like oh i had you have to check that out that was great so AEW's still like really delivering on on like Danielson, uh, Ricky Starks in the strap match, yeah, Moxley yeah. versus Orange from All Out, yeah, like a whole load of matches. Yeah, like Orange Cassidy. If if we're doing a best and worst of show with post wrestling later today, um, Orange Cassidy might not be your wrestler of the year, but if you were to just look at the TV matches this guy put on, like there should be a TV match wrestler because he was it, man. Like mm. he was someone that even I, I'm like, okay. He's 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 real season one of AEW, but he still manages to like improve and get better and evolve and just put on these crazy matches. There was so many matches this year watching Dynamite that I was like, man, Orange Cassidy stole the show. I you know I I think that would be a, a good category to maybe suggest to John and Way for next year best yeah. TV wrestler because I would put uh, I would put Gunther in that list and uh, and certainly Orange Cassidy in that list who. Unfortunately, just because the like level of their matches aren't necessarily going to be competing with a Will Ospreay for yeah. best wrestler of the year, yeah. but TV wrestling like it's it's like important too. It yeah. like, keeps people watching, you know. And and I'd say he's been a big part of it. AEW again, they do they have like their wrestlers that really like go out and save the show, and like your guys like the Lucha Brothers, Penta and Ray Phoenix, Ad Vikingo, Commander now too. They're like, oh, the Lucha guys? Alex Abrahantis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> any, of the, any of the Lucha guys, they're like, all right, go out and you know, do your shit. And people will be like, whoa, that was, that was amazing. But this year like had so many TV matches that were good. You mentioned WWE as well. Like I've watched a few WWE TV. There's been some good ones on NXT. They mm-hmm. might not crack the best of the year, but there was some really good stuff. Uh, you mentioned Gunther and, and Gable. There was a TV. That was the TV one, right? Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty good. He had the, the Miz Gunther one recently. Like that was Ms. on Gunther, TV. The, yeah, the second TV match was excellent. And um, and staying with WWE, I, I don't think this made it to anyone's like match of the year. But I will say, like a big moment of the year. You were there. I wasn't. But Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. Oh, absolutely. Like that. I I can't really remember the match. I can't really say it got got anywhere, but. I can Everything in my involved. head know what it is yeah. without remembering what yeah. it is, if that makes sense. But but yeah. like the moment and the story and everything was like something like that was electric. Yeah. So like there's there's different things in this year that were just like so incredible. But I'm gonna pull the curtain back a bit. So uh we were going through uh kind of rewatching these matches before recording this show. Uh I kind of had everything set out. I was gonna make this this intro and then set up the stream for Poison Rana and this show. And then I'm going through the list of top 10 and uh, I go, fuck, I missed one out of the top 10. So I had to quickly throw a match on to watch and it did bump a match off. So I did a poll on Twitter because we had 
what I thought was tied for 10th place, huh. but was tied for 11th, oh. which was uh, Osprey versus Naito from the G1. Good match. And Carmelo Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov from No Mercy. And also good match. you voted uh, Ilya versus Carmelo from No Mercy. So that is 11th place. And Osprey versus Naito is 12th place. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about 11th or 12th. We're here to talk about 10 through to 6. Yes. So let's start. Now, you know what matches we're talking about, but don't know the order. Yeah, you told me, hey, today or for today, you need to watch some of these matches back. And this is the easiest show to do your, your homework because it's like, hey, watch the best matches of the year, a playlist. So here our playlist from us to you of the best matches. And today we're talking about 10 to 6, but I don't know the order. And we're starting with the only women's match on the list. It's from April 1st, SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, California. It's WrestleMania 39, night one. And it's the Queen Charlotte Flair Ooh. defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against the Eradicator, Rhea Ripley. Mommy. Yes, Rhea Ripley had a huge year in 2023, and I'd say this is a very big part of it, obviously, with this match against Charlotte. It's a rematch of WrestleMania proportions, a, a rematch of a rematch kind of thing. They've tangled in different things in the past, like, NXT. And- they had probably the best in-ring match from that WrestleMania Pandemic. in the warehouse, yeah. in the empty arena, um, which was when Rhea hadn't, officially being called up yet yeah she was the nxt women's champion and uh charlotte won the rumble and called her out and they had this match which i thought really over delivered like being able to overcome you know no crowd no noise and just go in and have a a hell of a match in ring and then now you're doing it in this huge stadium the the stage for last year's wrestlemania was just beautiful like the whole academy awards style like it was nice like golden steps looked beautiful and uh rhea ripley with all this like buzz from the judgment day and all that um coming into challenge i will say the dynamic is off because charlotte is technically the baby face in this match with rhea yeah being the heel and everyone going in like going into this match was why would you book it that way? Because I am going to cheer Rhea Ripley. Yeah, it's very it's very strange. Watching this back uh, today it was like, oh, wait, she's the heel. Yeah. When everyone is there, like people in the crowd are screaming for her. They have yeah. signs. The real queen, Rhea Ripley. It's like, oh, okay. She's a cool heel, right? Yeah. She's the coolest heel of 2023 probably. And here she is facing Charlotte, who's a baby face. It just seems backwards. But in a way, it worked. So both these women like are pretty tall and have size. And there's a bit of a like a... <laughs> trying to knock each other down, start with Rhea is the first to get the better of Charlotte, knocks her down and tells her to suck it. Uh, Charlotte then follows up by clotheslining Rhea out of the ring. And then Rhea gets in Charlotte's face saying, so you think you're the queen, huh? Huh? I love this. Yeah. She was all over her just being like, you're the queen. Really? Like, no, I'm the queen now. Rhea is now absolutely dominating Charlotte, who then comes back with an Andrade-esque spinning back elbow looked very nice and then sends Rhea into the corner, follows up with clotheslines and is getting back into the match. Uh, She starts delivering her flare chops to Rhea and then kicks away at her legs. Uh, Rhea comes back and goes to the riptide, which Charlotte counters with a big DDT, just spiking 
Rhea on her head. Yeah, like these two are the on the the taller, bigger side of the women's division. So when she hit, they hit some of these big moves on each other. Like they're so tall, like it looks more way more damaging. Like mm. to 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 hit someone with this DDT like midair, it was great. Both knock each other down, and then Charlotte kips up. And this is where we hear like the mixed reaction there because it's mixes of woos and boo. Boo earns. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte then climbs up to the top for her moonsault, but Rhea chases her up and delivers uh, like an avalanche German suplex, which just turns Charlotte inside out here. Yeah. I mean, Charlotte does her moonsault to nobody all the time. Like yeah. it's always the one where she just like misses completely. So this made sense. And she's still hitting the moonsault. It's just someone through you. Through her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlotte comes back by delivering a chop block to Rhea and then like a desperation, natural selection out of nowhere for a two count. And Rhea kind of crawls to the outside, a little shook, like, oh, she almost got me there. Charlotte then charges Rhea on the floor, but gets sidestepped, which sends her crashing into the steps. And I think this is where uh, Charlotte got a little bit of color on her nose. Um, There's then a riptide from Rhea counted into a German suplex. And then this crazing crazy standing switch from Rhea into a German suplex, which just dumped Charlotte on her head. Yeah. Like they replay this a bit, a a bunch and everyone was talking about this spot when it happened. And like, they replay it a bunch here as well. I still don't understand what was supposed to happen. Was she supposed to do the full frontal thing again? Flip flip on your front from the German. Yeah. But something like didn't happen where she didn't make it in time. So she just like hard way eats the mat full on. And like, as soon as she, raises her face up she kicks out her nose has like this like giant oh, this bump it. on it yeah yeah and th- it looks gnarly um i remember we were hosting our watch party yeah. at the bar for this and just the sound of the sold out bar like yeah. oh shit when yeah. this happened i don't know like this this could have been so dangerous but i love commentary being like that was nasty oh my god i feel sometimes it's things like this that elevate a match though yeah that, that like element of danger because this is where the this is awesome chance yeah it starting. picks up for it sure really yeah. picks up charlotte boots Rhea to the outside cl- climbs to the top and hits the moon salt yes, yes. uh she kind of got her a little bit here uh, a little bit more than a graze uh, Charlotte then goes for the spear, but Rhea moves. And then Charlotte almost takes out the ref with this spear, but kind of holds back, but turns round into the headbutt from Rhea, followed by the riptide. One, two, and Charlotte kicks out. Huge reaction. Huge reaction from Sofi here. Uh, Charlotte then just goes for a desperate small package for like two and a half count. And then Rhea locks in the prism trap the like inverted clover leaf great looking submission and charlotte is climbing the ropes in the corner to get out of it and uh now Rhea is shoved kind of into the ref holds up turns around and eats the spear from charlotte one two this time Rhea kicks out and now both are just like spent they're on their knees they're trading punches they're getting to their feet they're trading elbow strikes to the face there's a roundhouse kick from Rhea met by a big boot from Charlotte and then the figure four Woo. middle of the ring. She's going to bridge, but Rhea gets to the ropes. Charlotte then just drives Rhea face first into the ring post and climbs to the top. She's going for a f- avalanche fall away slam, but Rhea is fighting out. There's chops from Charlotte and then Rhea just grabs her head and slams her face into the ring post. Great spot. Goes up to the top, 
screams, it's my time, and delivers an avalanche riptide. One, two, three. And Rhea Ripley is your new champion in 23 minutes, 34 seconds. Yeah, what a great match. Charlotte can be so hit and miss when it comes to watching her matches. Like you she can have a match like this, and then the a month later has a match on pay-per-view that you're really excited about and just like completely falls apart that you're just like, what happened there? And she's been like that through her whole career yeah. here in WWE, where I watch a match and went, Wow, that was great. And then the next time I'm like, Oh, that was she bad. has dance partners she can work with, yeah. others she just can't. Uh Rhea is clearly one of them that she can. Yeah, again, they're both really tall. They they work really well together. And some of the big moves, like th- they hit so many Germans on each other in mm. this match, which is just great to see. And they brought this like physicality. Again, having the actual like almost injury of her nose and face from that German like brings the interest and excitement a bit more. Like, whoa, how can she withstand that and still go? And it's visibly bleeding on her Seeing face. Seeing them both, both get a bit of like color the yeah. hard way in this match. Uh, yeah. It and- adds to it. Just, yeah, not holding back. Really physical match, uh, like just big strikes, big suplexes, some really good near falls, um, which this crowd are just biting on all of it. The crowd really bring it for this match. I I think this had the advantage of going earlier because there was the whole debate, what is going to main event night Right, one? people thought this was like, going to be the main On event. the graphic on the network, this is the, the, the match graphic for night one of Mania. And... Apparently, like Charlotte was campaigning to main event right. and all that. They went the, with the right choice. And I think the crowd maybe appreciated it even more being at this slot. I thought Michael Cole was great on this call as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Cole was great on the whole show. But I, I, I think they maybe they were upset that they didn't get the main event slot. But like maybe that's why they brought it even yeah. just a bit more. Maybe Charlotte needed to be, you know, fired up. And I think it worked. Like obviously, it was Rhea's time. She's been such a huge star she's she's been a star before this match but i think this was really the star making performance that finally like eighty thousand people screaming for her beating wwe's queen charlotte and becoming champion like yeah it was a it was a match made and there's no way she's dropping this before mania she'll keep this reign for a whole year right yeah so she's not lost this as, no. i mean they changed the title yeah they? that's but, right like yeah. it's it's the same reign yeah. So, yeah, one of the best women's matches that I can re- recall in, in a very long time when it comes to WWE. And uh, again, like there's a reason why I was put on this list is because it was uh, it stood out to me, not just from WrestleMania weekend, because like this was one of the best matches of the weekend that people were talking about. But just overall in the year, I think of like Charlotte has had, like I said, hit or miss matches. Rhea since winning, I wouldn't say has been booked the right way as a champion, but she's just a huge star with everything else going on that it's kind of wouldn't make sense to. I feel you have this, you have your division of your main event women and then the tier below. And it's kind of, we want to hold off all these combinations of our main women for big for mania. And therefore it's, it's, she's been a predominant character like with judgment day and stuff like that. But you think more of her stuff with Dom and the Judgment Day than necessarily her title reign. Yeah, like everything her and Dom and Judgment Day do gets like all the views, all the social media. They sell all the merch. Like, yeah, like why wouldn't you keep doing what's working? But she brought it in this match. And at the end, Charlotte's on the floor kind of laughing, almost giving her respect. Like, okay, you show me. You yeah. did it. Um, I. What would you give this match? Yeah, uh, I'd say 
I'd say I'd, I, I'd, I'd definitely call it a WrestleMania classic. I don't know if it got to like the next level of, say, the main event of that show or some of the other matches I saw this year, but I did really like it. So for the purpose of the show and nerding out and rating and stuff, I'll go 4.75. I went the same. Uh, I think for me, it's just that to get a five star, I need the sort of emotional connection to it. I yeah. need the like hair sticking up on my arm, that kind of thing. And I think maybe because of the booking with it being backwards, with Charlotte being the face and Rhea being the heel, maybe that's what held it from getting to that next level. But a really good match. All yeah. the same. And definitely, uh, I mean, we might be talking about other matches from this year's mania, but uh, definitely up there as one of the best WrestleMania matches, I'd say. Yeah, 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 for sure. And and when it comes to like women's matches, like some of the superstars in WWE, these women have been like absolutely killing it. Talking about athleticism, like Charlotte is always in like peak form, but mm. Rhea again is super jacked and oh, yeah. can do all these crazy moves. Their, their bodies can handle it, right? So I really, it, I, I was even more surprised than going into this, like after watching it, like, wow, they really delivered more than I thought they were going to do. So uh, like heads and shoulders above their last encounters mm. and really loved it. And when it comes to women's matches this year, yeah, I did like this more than Becky versus Trish in the cage. As much as I love that, mm. this was better. And there's a reason I voted for this one over that one, because uh, this one w- was great. And when it comes to women's matches in, in WWE, like where does this kind of rate, uh, because obviously everyone goes to Bailey and Sasha from Takeover. Yeah, I'd still maybe would put that one over this one. I I really like Becky and Bianca. From oh yeah, WrestleMania yeah. thirty eight, and Bianca v Sasha from thirty seven. I think I think I prefer Becky Bianca yeah. though. Uh, that's definitely up there for me. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like it's it's great that now we're at a point where yearly we're talking about like big women's yeah. wrestling matches on these shows. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, no AEW women's matches made it to this list. Not yet. Not yet. But we're, uh, we're holding out for next yeah. year. Abaddon v. Julia Hart just missed out. Yeah. Like, didn't get enough. Disadvantage folks. being on the 30th of December, maybe. Like, <laughs> didn't have that rewatch value. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go forward to number nine. And it's for the AEW Tag Team Championship from the Saddle Dome. In Calgary, Alberta, Canada, it's July 15th, 2023, and it's FTR defending the tag titles against Bullet Club Gold, Jay White and Juice Robinson in a two out of three falls match. Okay, so this match is great, but it's so damn long. And that's like, I saw it once when it happened, and I've actually never rewatched it mm. back. As much as I, I, I loved it the first time, and it got so much of the... Uh, acclaim acclaim and everything that it got but i i was kind of not really thinking of adding it to my list in fact i didn't vote for it in okay. my top 10 however a lot of people out there did and that's why it made this list because the numbers don't lie a lot of people voted for this that it beat out all these other matches and yeah. i guess rightfully so as i watched it back today yeah it's really long do i ever want to watch it again no not really but you know what it's a really good fucking match. Yeah. Well, uh, Cash comes to the ring wearing a cowboy hat because we're in Calgary. I mean, yeah, I love their their so, ha- their their uh, heart heart foundation gear. FTR here in Calgary. By the way, Bret Hart already gets at match. least three stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bret Hart was like four out of ten. All right. Yeah. Bret said he loved this match. By the way, 
it starts with just typical stalling from Jay and Juice uh, and a lot of like classic wrestling start, a bit of chain wrestling, classic uh, quick tags. Juice goes for a pinning combination and Wheeler counters it with a nice leg trap pin for a two count, uh, then picks up Juice in a military press. Really impressive here because Cash isn't the biggest guy and gets him right above his head and just dumps him. Uh, Juice then delivers a couple of chops on the outside and Dax comes back with this huge chop that just echoes around the saddle dome, which knocks Jukes down. Uh, after Dax has been destroying Juice with chops, White comes in and delivers some chops of his own. There's a DDT to both Dax and Cash, and then a Death Valley driver from Jay to Dax for a two count. And things now start picking up with both teams going for a lot of pinning attempts. Juice pulls Jay off from a Shadow Machine attempt, which allows Jay White to slip in and hit the Blade Runner, and picks up the first four in 19 minutes, five seconds. So 19 minutes to get to the first fall. That's just a normal match, right? So then it just like the second yeah. match starts now. And to be fair, like the 19 minutes, yeah, this is, again, a long match, but the crowd are really into it. I'd say by the end they get a little tired, but they really are into it. Um, I, I love the the final sequence here. The, the Shadow Machine countered into the Blade yeah. Runner looked really good. Uh, we go into the second fall and White and Robinson are just isolating Cash, denying him from tagging in Dax. There's a catapult to Cash, throat first into the bottom ropes. And now Juice hits a draping DDT to Cash on the floor. Uh, and the ref runs over and checks on him, possibly rocked Cash a little bit here. And they go for the count out victory. They will win the match on a count out, but Cash manages to get in on nine Goes for a sunset flip pin attempt, but Juice is too close and manages to tag in Jay. Cash finally manages to make the hot tag to Dax, and he's coming in. He's hitting O'Connor rolls for a two count, a diving crossbody for a two, and then Juice comes back with a hat trick of German. Uh, German, sorry, Dax goes for the hat tricks of Germans, but Juice blocks the third one, and then Jay runs in, and this allows. Dax to backdrop uh, White while still holding on to Juice, which was pretty cool, and then turns around and just hits at this big brain buster for a two count. The crowd are going pretty wild at this point and chanting, "This is awesome!" Yeah, I mean, like thinking of all, like how long they go is just short of an hour. I could be wrong, mm. right? And like think like they got to remember all these spots. Yeah, you got to give them credit for that because it's like wow, they they do a lot of fast reacting things. I don't know how these guys can do that. Like a 19 minute match sounds like a lot of work. An hour long match, I could only imagine. Uh, Jay and Juice then get the advantage with a big cannonball in the corner. Jay goes for a sunset flick, flip to Dax, but Dax is holding onto the ropes. And then Cash comes off the top with a clothesline that knocks Jay back into this great near fall. Uh, Cash then points to the sky and hits the redneck boogie the like razor's edge cutter combo uh, in honor of Jay Briscoe, which looked awesome. And then they follow up with power and glory, but they get the knees up to cash and hit a splash from juice of his own. Again, like so fast. The timing's pace. awesome. Yeah, to, to be on the mark for so many different spots in a row, you got to give him credit. Another great near fall. And then there's a great like drop down leapfrog sequence between FTR and Juice Robinson, which leads to the Shatter Machine and FTR pick up the second fall in 39 minutes, 49 seconds. 
So again, like another 20 minutes. Full match. on match. Yeah. Yeah. These are, this has just been two matches back to back here with incredible like chemistry between all four guys. Very nice. After the break, we come back. Yeah, this is on free TV, by the way. Yeah. We come back and they're brawling on the outside. Dax goes for a power driver on the apron, but it gets countered to a backdrop. Uh, Daxon goes for a powerbomb to Jay on the floor, but gets Ranad over the barricade. So they both crash down on the concrete in the crowd. And now the medical team are checking on Jay and Dax. Uh, Dax and Jay just go off brawling throughout the crowd with elbows. There's then a suplex to Jay on the concrete and then a double suplex from FTR to Juice on the floor. And they go for the count out, but Jay just gets in the ring on nine and now both teams are in their corners. They're battered and beaten, and the crowd are going crazy, and they do the whole, like, we're going to war. Yeah. The four men standing opposite each other. They start duking it out. There's chops between Dax and Jay. Dax goes for a brain buster, but Jay slips out and chop blocks Dax, which allows him to hit a dragon screw and another one. He's just working at Dax's leg, applies a nice-looking Indian death lock, and then a sharpshooter from Jay to Dax. In Calgary. He stole Uncle Brett's move. And now Dax starts fighting back. He knocks Juice off the apron. There's an avalanche backdrop suplex from Dax. And we get the call. Five minutes remaining. And FTR apply double sharpshooters. Jay and Juice are looking in each other's eyes. They're holding each other's hands. It's very reminiscent of Revival DIY. And then both of FTR just collapse. They can't hold on to this sharpshooter any longer. And Dax decides to pull down the knee pad. We wonder what he's doing. Juice goes for a DDT, but Dax drops him into the sharpshooter. And now because he's not got the knee brace on, he's able to bend right back, applying the sharpshooter. And Juice taps, causing FTR to win the third fall and the match in 58 minutes three seconds oh boy that's a long match almost an hour long yeah. bell to bell where these four guys are just com- like always wrestling it was very impressive again it's very long and i know it's not everybody's cup of tea and i totally understand that again i've only watched this back now twice for the show and it's like yeah it's amazing but like that is an hour out of time where you could watch like like we said three matches technically mm. is what this match really is but i do love me some two out of three falls it really builds like like by the end of it everyone's just like oh my god what's gonna happen and ftr wearing the the hitman colors and the gear and everything the crowd are just so behind them uh cj parker he's always gonna be cj parker <laughs> to me but the juice and jay white are just great heels they're just perfect in this scenario like you, you didn't have to do any really you should just came in doing Shawn michaels shit but they didn't even really have to do that they just did their own thing and still like got the heat on them and uh, again jay white might not be everyone's favorite but can wrestle and can and can do some really great stuff but this was just a highlight of of how good FTR really are. And I love all their matches, but this one definitely stands out. And I think they've been tweeting a lot in the past few weeks, like how proud they were of this one. They saying this is one of their favorite matches that they've ever done full stop. And you could, you could see why it got a lot of praise online. There's a reason that all you, you people out there voted for this one in our little uh, vote in for this show. And it's like, yeah, I, I understand. And I totally watching it back today. Like I was like, Oh man, I got to watch this hour long match. By the end of it, I was like, yeah, they deserve the credit. I was, I was kind of like you. I When I saw we were going to be doing this match, I did. I It wasn't high on my list. It, yeah. it, 
I think I did put it ninth on my list. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, I got to watch this. And then it kind of like blew by for me. I I really, really enjoyed this. I think having the the two out of three full stipulation, it's like three acts, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's like three acts to a movie and you're you're allowing it to each act be slightly different. The first act was very sort of traditional tag team wrestling, a lot of chain wrestling. The the second act, it's like amping up and they're doing some some bigger moves, some crazier stuff. And then the third act is just an all-out brawl. Yeah. And I think that kind of separates it. I also think for two out three falls, especially in tag matches, it makes sense to go this long. Like I hate when you see two out three falls or like elimination matches where people are eliminated in five minutes when we've seen them wrestle for an hour. And it's like, how? And they're they're eliminated by a DDT DDT when we've seen them have like four F5s against them in the past. Whereas tag wrestling, it's like, well, you're getting the breather. Like you tag out, you're on the apron. Think if you're playing 2K, like your your health meter's going back up again. So it kind of makes sense for it to be this long. And I... I think both teams are like incredibly good at making this feel like, like real, like sports based. Like FTR are very clean with you know the tag ropes and and when we're tagging in to do a, a double maneuver and obeying the five second counts and all that kind of thing. And and Jay and Juice, I, I actually think are very good at it as well. And I I, I think uh, like Jay is a great singles wrestler, but there is something really like special about these two as a team as well. And I think they both really elevated each other. Whereas when they both came into the company, people were going, Oh, what are you doing with these guys? And I'd say bullet club gold has worked for all four. I'd include the guns in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Jay White's got like a lot of good wrestling. He obviously his matches are always like drawn out and long and stuff, but juice has got like the like charisma and everything. I know they have, it has worked for me. It has been something at first I was like, Oh, I don't really care about this. And then, they proved themselves and that was before this match. And then they did this match. I think that really elevated the stock of these guys over here. I remember when they announced this show during the Calgary stampede, me and you looked at flights. We're like, this is way I'm, too I'm expensive. Stampede this it's year. like, Oh, it's a little it, better. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I wish we went to this match because it would have been a lot of fun. The crowd but, are great. Yeah. In this as well. Um, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Yeah. Uh, you know what? For the sake of the show, I'll be devil's advocate and not give it five stars just because it's so goddamn long. But <laughs> at the end of it, I, I really did love this. You match. sound like John Pollock. Oh, I'm not watching this movie because it's, so it's over 90 minutes. <laughs> like, also, I definitely think we'll be chatting about a different match that's an hour long on this list. Maybe today, maybe next yeah. week. I'm not sure. But I like this one a little less than that okay. one. So that's why I have to be a little bit more fair with my ratings. Because as much as I love this, this was one of the best. This is, if we ever did a best match ever collision when the show finally tanks, like in the next year, this will be it. Yeah. Nothing be- Nothing will be better on collision. Maybe MJF Kenny, that was pretty good. But like this comes to mind as the match on collision this year. I, th- I think they, they were wise putting this as the opener as well. Was right? it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like Ricky Stark, CM Punk closed this show. Uh, in the when Starks and blows off Jushin Thunder Liger, right in the right, final, right, right. Um, I did go five. I I don't do a melt, so I don't go above yeah. five. Like 
there are five star matches I maybe enjoy more than this, but I can't really give this lower than a five because like, I look it, at it's just perfect tag team wrestling. Yeah, it, it really is. I, I I do think really highly of it, but I just like will I ever be like, hey, somebody should watch this hour long match or or let's replay this one mm-hmm. just for the lulls? And it's like I probably wouldn't. I'd probably yeah. pick DIY. FTR. I'd pick DIY Revival over this one and it's a it's a quarter of this yeah. match in length it's like 14 minutes but like it is a testament to the men being yeah and you got to give them credit it's so good so i i do want to say five but for the the nerding exactly. out and ratings i'll go 4.75 uh Meltzer gave it 5.25 he broke his he own scale this match. and cage match gave it a 9.45 it's really high very high on this list might be one of the highest rated matches uh frank in the chat says bs he does not agree with this match being added to this list and i know a lot of other people are like thinking the same thing but yeah yeah well you should have sent in your votes frank (laughs) (laughs) we could have got uh some some nice i'm trying to think what uh to be fair frank asked lw on the list maybe no frank asked why bad bunny and damian priest wasn't on the list oh yeah we'll we'll uh we'll add that one for you next week We go, what is this? Number eight. Number eight. And we're going earlier in the year to March. March the 5th, 2023. It's AEW Revolution. It's the Kia Forum, Los Angeles. Los Angeles is on this list a lot. Wow, they had some great wrestling in LA. LA was lucky. Not only do you get great weather, but you've been getting great wrestling yeah, while i'm guys. looking out at the fucking snow. snow right now maybe we should just move to l i mean move to LA? if we think rent is bad here um you don't drive and yeah, yeah it's we, it would suck we'll just live on the streets down california would be nice yeah it's a texas death match it's hangman adam page versus john moxley yes death matches were in in 2023 and i'd say hangman is the king of the death match I know it's his match, isn't it? Yeah, I know. You know, you got your Jun Kasai's and your Nick Gages, and they're playing around with light tubes and all that stuff. But that's that's for the the weirdos who don't wear deodorant. I'm talking about the main wrestling shows. Uh, I'm just being mean for no reason. But like, I'm talking about like the well produced, like proper superstars on TV. And Hangman has. I mean, this is, wasn't on TV because there's just so much blood. But like Moxley comes to mind. Hangman comes to mind of some of the guys on AEW who do this style of match and make it work. Yeah. Like again, your June Kasai's and your Nick Gage's and your back in the day, Terry Funk's all, all these guys, they do this deathmatch stuff. And there's reason there's method to the madness. And I'm, I, and I, I love it. There's a lot of deathmatch wrestling. I do not like mm-hmm. as well. However, this one, like perfected it. And yeah. I think opened the eyes of a lot of people. I'm sure there's a lot of people who hate this match because of the blood and the, the fork and everything, but I loved it. The the story, if I remember right, was uh, Moxley had legit like knocked out Hangman in their their match on the King Kong Lariat Dynamite right. with the Lariat, and then a Hangman came back and was like, initially like, it's fine these things happen, but it was the fact that Moxley like didn't give a shit and was like, he's like, you you could have taken my time away from my kids and this sort of stuff. And then I think they have a rematch where Hangman kind of wins with like a small package or something like that in not like, and Moxie was pissed about that. Yeah. And it all escalated leading to Texas death. Escalated very quickly yeah. when he's like, Texas death. <laughs> and we're like, wait, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, okay. Texas death match. Yeah. So this, you can only win by uh, not answering the 10 count or submission. 
Yeah. And that's the better way, right? Like I like that added thing, like 10 count. Okay. But if the guy is like legit dead or, yeah. or tapping out, it should be yeah. over. Right. Awesome entrance for hangman here. Yes. We get ghost riders in the sky. I know a lot of people were like, what the fuck is this? Did they change his music? How could you change? No, it's fucking like American outlaws, man. Like you fucking, the real cowboys out there probably like me marked out when it hit. You were I like, was one what? of those people. Cause I hope like, I like looking back. I love yeah. it as a one night yeah, only yeah. entrance, but I love Hangman's theme. His so. theme is fucking epic and amazing. But yeah, he's using this theme. This could be his like Texas death because it's. I'm pretty sure the American Outlaws are like outlaws are like Cash and Willie Nelson. So like those are two like fucking country legends. Right. So to do a song that's like the cover of this song is it's. He's good got shit. like these blood red lights on. Pyro looks awesome. Mox comes out to Wild Thing and Hangman just jumps him during the entrance so they start right away brawling on the floor it's an absolute chop fest to start with so mox takes off his vest and his t-shirt to open up his bare chest and it's like go on then chop me here and then very quickly hangman gets out the barbed wire and drags it across moxie's face we're about one minute into the match and moxie <laughs> is bleeding yeah legit like how long you know that's the ongoing joke this last year is yeah. how long till moxley bleeds this was like seconds into this match hangman then tries to wrap the barbed wire around his leg uh this is whenever i see this spot like people trying to wrap the barbed wire i'm always like oh it's it's falling off it's not working but here he actually does it around his boot which does work and just stomps on mox uh but mox then gets his boot uh like sorry hangman gets his boot caught up which allows mox to come back and start stomping down on page now Mox wraps barbed wire around his hand and punches Hangman and then gets out a fucking fork. Mm, Abdullah would be proud. Oh, he applies a triangle hold Hangman and just starts stabbing him in the head for a shoot. And you see just the blood spraying. Yeah, there's no, like when people say wrestling's fake, how do you watch that fake shit? Just show them a, this, oh. this splatter, the the American Psycho-esque splatter of blood. It, yeah, it reminds me of, uh, you know, in Shaun of the Dead when they've got the cricket bats yeah. and you just see them in their white shirts getting yeah. redder and redder yeah. from the splatter. It's 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 so gnarly because he's, he's covered in blood in a second. It's legit like a horror movie because he goes, yeah. And then and just then, like just the, the the splatter, he's then oh. his chest is then just covered in different like dots. And like I'm someone I love true crime. Shout out 2020, it's one of my favorite shows to watch. That blood splatter is a real thing, and oh, you yeah. can see it firsthand here. So when someone says, "Oh, that fake shit," you know it's all predetermined. Did they predetermine this man? Sp- like oh. it's sprouting, it's shooting out of his body I, onto this other man. It's I've insane. only watched this the once until yesterday when I watched the second yeah. time, and I was just going, oh. i don't know what our neighbors think it's very violent i i showed this to my brother in the summertime again we hung out and he's like any good matches to watch so i showed him this he was kind of like on his phone for the first few moments of the match and then mox brought out the fork and then he just went like wait what's he doing and then for the rest of the match he was just like screaming like you said like what what is he doing there's then a chair wrapped around in barbed wire hangman blocks it and starts to fight back charges at Mox and gets sent headfirst into the barbed wire chair in the corner. Um, Mox then applies a half Boston crab on top of the barbed wire chair and then just slams the barbed wire chair on his back. Mox then sets up two chairs and puts a barbed wire board on top of it, making a kind of table. 
Hangman then hits a last ride powerbomb onto these chairs that are like back to back here. Very Texas. Yeah. And then wraps his body with barbed wire and hits the Urihara moonsault to the outside, which looked awesome. Yeah, this is where you got nervous. It's like you're always wrapped whenever they wrap the barbed wire, like you said. You're, and then here he's like, ah, oh, fuck. All right. And it's like, wait, why would you do that to yeah. yourself? Oh, because you're going to jump with your body. Yeah. Hangman then gets a barbed wire board out and sets that on top of a chair. Mox hits him with a cutter as soon as he gets back into the ring and then gets out a chain and a brick. <laughs> and I love Shivani's going, oh, a brick. I- I've never seen a brick in wrestling. Have you ever seen this Taz? And Taz is like, yeah, yeah. I work in ECW. He's like, not often, but yeah, I've seen bricks yeah. in wrestling. And he sandwiches Hangman's, Hangman's hands between the bricks and stamps on it. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I don't know how they did this without like, he breaking. must've moved his fingers and I don't know. It looked, I painful. think it was just like not a full on stamp, yeah. I guess. Uh, there's then a pile driver to hangman on top of the chain. And now hangman's coming back by biting Mox's hands, flips him off and just slaps him across the face. They're now just a complete bloody mess. There's now another barbed wire board set up. And a fall away slam from Hangman onto the barbed wire covered chair, followed by a dead eye onto the barbed wire chair, and then a slingshot plancher to the outside from Hangman, which puts Mox through the barbed wire board. Yeah, crazy. Like, you can see like the little nicks throughout the whole match that the barbed wire, what it's doing to their bodies. Like their backs look like it's little red dots all over it because it's just like little cuts where the yeah. blood is like dripping out. It's gnarly. They now both take it in turns to scratch each other's backs. And as you said, they've already got all the yeah, nicks in there. It's like, guys, just you've already cut them up. Yeah. You see the blood's already there. Uh, scra- uh, there's scratches page back with uh, barbed wire. Hangman then gets the barbed wire into Moxley's face. And then Moxie just sits on this chair. And I I was like, oh, okay, that looks a little contrived. He's sitting on this chair waiting for this move. But he's actually luring Hangman in because Hangman climbs to the top and Moxie just gets up and shoves him off the turnbuckle, which sends him crashing through the barbed wire board on the outside. Oh, yeah. The referee starts to count and Hangman gets up on nine, but eats a King Kong lariat and then there's a lariat from uh, Hangman, a lariat from Mox, and both are just eating them, not going down. There's the buckshot lariat counted into a death rider, followed up with a stomp to the head on top of the brick. Yeah. And now a bully choke from Mox, and both are now down. Both manage to get up at about nine, and then Hangman delivers a lariat with the chair, Goes for the dead eye onto the bricks, but Hangman, uh, but Moxie gets out of this. Hangman then delivers a rear naked choke with the chain. There's a low blow from Moxley, which I find it funny. This gets booze from the crowd <laughs> after everything they've done. Everything's fair game until you kick a man in the yeah, beanbag. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not fair. Come yeah. On. Uh, Hangman strikes Mox in the head with the brick. Mox flips off Hangman as he delivers a final buckshot lariat to the chains round Moxley's neck, clotheslines him out the ring and grabs the chain and literally hangs him over the rope, very uh, Stan Hansen, Terry Funk-esque. 
and Moxley taps out in that, 26 minutes, four seconds. The finish is just insane. Like, he's the hangman. I, for those who weren't familiar, that's how he got the name. His gimmick was he was doing this in, in Ring yeah. of Honor, like, years and years ago. But to bring this back for this match with the chain, the visual of Moxley in, like, such agony, a bloody mess, and is forced to tap out. It's such a, like epic ending to such Mox a bar- tapping out yeah you never expect to yeah. tap out but it's literally he's gonna kill you yeah you will die yeah. unless you tap out right now love it it's so not much. you're gonna break your arm it's you will die it's it's crazy i mean seeing mox do all these things he looks like he's just in his happy place uh hangman you're like this guy was a teacher i don't understand this, this yeah. is, what is what what went on in this guy's psyche that caused this man to do this to people i love it i was kind of mad this wasn't the end of the feud we then went on for months with bcc versus oh the right Bullshit, right. Yeah, but, yeah. But like this, was this was just, before everyone else got involved. Yeah, right? yeah. This, this was the was best. Just awesome. Yeah, uh, I I love this match. This was so good. The chemistry between these two. Again, like we've talked about the violence that they do, but they 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 had a connection of doing all the other stuff and and with reason behind it. But just loved everything about these two killing each other. And Moxley is the guy who's like, yeah, he bleeds in every match. He does all the violent stuff. And Hangman getting to his level and even like above it and becoming his match this year that like everyone wants to see hangman do these kinds of matches. But wow, this was like a match made in hell mm. with these two, just absolutely spraying each other with blood. It's just so disgusting. And I fucking love it. I love that. They go just straight to the violence. There's yeah. no like building up to the headlock starts off at 10 yeah. and then maybe goes to 15, yeah. you know, like it's, it's crazy. And I think maybe for a lot of people's lists, this suffered from being early in the year yeah. because watching this back, I would put it right up there with the, the swerve hangman Texas death yeah. as well. Honestly, I'd put it up against any of the matches towards the top of this list. Like it's very hard to separate. Like at the beginning of this show, I, I said, you get a lot of good wrestling. What stands out? This completely stands out to me. Yeah. Will it, will it be like overshadowed by the swerve one? It's definitely quite possible this year. Everyone I hear is talking about that one, but this one came to mind that like for months into the year, I kept thinking like, well, this one was pretty crazy. I don't know how they top it. Swerve and hangman may have done just that, but wow. Like this is, this is an incredible death match that again, on programming like this, it's not your, your local bingo hall violence where it's like, you Mm. know, a few people in the crowd and they're using light tubes and stabbing each other. This was put on like a huge mainstream company and pay-per-view and they, they had the production behind it and it really worked. So I I was really happy with watching this afterwards. I felt twisted and dementing demented after watching this because it's like, I loved it. It, it it gets a reaction from you though, which I think like any art should, you know, I think, uh, whereas FTR juice and Jay, I was maybe like, a 4.8 that I rounded up to a five. This is my first, like easiest five on the list. Yeah. I just, I agree. As soon as it's over, I'm like, that's five star match. Easy. No questions. Yeah. I, I, I loved this match. I think I've watched it three times now. Uh, Again, like a few months back, just using the top of my head, showed my brother some matches that he hadn't been caught up on. And this one came to mind because I'm like, Oh, I'll show you something gross and violent. And by Mm -hmm. the end of it, he was like, Oh my God, that was fucked up. You got any more? <laughs> and I haven't showed him Swerve oh. yet, but uh, I'll have to do that. But yeah, this this one's awesome. Moxley, just an incredible performer. But Hangman, just like getting to the next level, like just see like pictures of him and puppies, and then him yeah. hanging Moxley. So. so you're a five as well. Yeah, 
Meltzer's a five as well. Cage match a 9.24. So actually rated a little bit below uh, the FTR match from both Meltzer and Cage match. But as you said, I think just the style of match does maybe yeah. put off some people. Yeah, like if these two were to have a one-on-one wrestling match, which we have seen, just classic wrestling, like they they perform and do really well. But this was in their wheelhouse of like, what can we do that's really twisted and fucked up? And they delivered and more. So we're going to number seven. We're staying in Los Angeles. Wow. Going just down the road to a a bit of a bigger venue, back to SoFi Stadium, April 2nd, 2023. It's WrestleMania 39 night two and the ring general is putting the intercontinental championship on the line against drew mcintyre and sheamus nice so a a lot different from the last match we're talking about but as we kind of said wrestlemania this year was fantastic both nights in my opinion i know everyone liked night one more than night two but i just looked at it as a one big yeah WrestleMania and it was just like outstanding the best in years if not one of the best uh the best in modern history uh, for sure just with the the matches on it but uh this was night two night two and this was the show stealer for night two yeah if not both so uh Gunther and Sheamus had a match at Clash of the Castle the year prior I just checked that came number five in our best match ever 2022 wow uh poll and now you've got Sheamus still kind of uh, wanting that win over Gunther, like he feels he's got his number. Drew uh, qualifying for a number one contenders match. Drew and Sheamus then kind of falling out because Sheamus is like, hey, that's kind of my spot and you're taking it. So thus a three-way and just three big European lads being the piss out of each other. Big old European three-way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even better, they're like, you know what You know what would make this <laughs> even better? Let's put Titus on Titus commentary. On commentary. <laughs> and you know what? It's fucking great. <laughs> he's so good. He's so good. Because he's like, he's like me. He's just like, whoa! Oh, my God! You get the feeling maybe Titus has never really watched Gunther's matches sure. either, and it's yeah. just like, what the, what the hell? Yeah, he has some crazy one-liners. Like, oh my goodness, he's great. I mentioned it earlier, but great introduction from Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, yes, before Gunther comes out. Yeah, uh, I, I love, I love his intro with with these two. Like, obviously Kaiser doing the intro, but them standing there, the music, obviously for Gunther, it's it's epic. Drew takes out uh, Gunther immediately with the claymore, sending him out the ring because he's like, nope. Seamus, it's you and I. We're yeah. having our WrestleMania moment, That's buddy. Right. Um, Seamus goes for the 10 beats of the Baron on Drew, but Gunther grabs him and chops him down. He then chops down Drew. He sends Drew into the ring post, boots Seamus in the face, and delivers another huge chop and boot to the face. Um, obviously, these the rings are mic'd, but still, hearing how loud these chops are in a stadium is just crazy. Yeah, it's hard to get sound in the stadium. Like, WWE is definitely better at miking their, mm. their crowds and stuff. And for WrestleMania, it must be so hard because there's so many people there. But the chops just still ring out. And, like, I think I remember we, we had a watch party for this, obviously, uh, this year. And I think we were joking, like, okay, everyone take a drink every time there's a chop. And, like, the first, like, 30 seconds, you're like, never no, mind. No, no, you know what? Nope. Never mind. <laughs> we had a few banger bombs, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Drew is now delivering chops to Gunther and now Drew and Sheamus are kind of fighting each other over who fights Gunther. Like they're both pulling each other off each other. And then you get the, uh, 
like Gunther come back with these cross chops to the throat of both men, boots them both in the face. And then uh, Drew and Sheamus come back with the 10 beats of the Bowron to Gunther with like Drew delivering chops yeah. as uh, Sheamus is doing the clubbing blows. Just wrecking him. And then Sheamus grabs Drew and delivers the 27 beats of the Bowron. Was it 20? Did you count each one? I felt like it was the crowd were just. Continue. He was. I. I, f- I felt at first he was maybe going for 39, yeah. the amount of WrestleManias. Yeah. And he gets to 27 and Drew just collapses. He's like, I can't. I can't take it. So he's trying for 30, but he yeah. couldn't. Uh, and then Seamus just stands in the ring and there's a big standing ovation for Seamus here. He then goes for the Celtic cross, like the race's edge to Drew, but gets booted in the face from Gunther. And then Gunther delivers a German suplex, a huge clothesline for a two, another big lariat for a two. And then Drew comes off the clo- the top with a clothesline and neckbreaker combo, followed by the Future Shock DDT to Sheamus. Goes for the, she- the Claymore, but Gunther ducks it and gets shotgun dropkicked into the corner, followed by a big powerbomb to Drew for a two. Gunther is the guy with like 10 finishes, so you yeah. buy like any time he's doing one of these. Gunther then goes up top for his big splash but Seamus catches him and hits an avalanche white noise followed by the Celtic cross one two Gunther kicks out yeah all three are like pretty big lads I'd say Gunther might be the smallest yeah. in this which he's like he's still huge so it's it's crazy the fact they're like chopping and slugging each other and catching each other in these big moves there's then a clover leaf, leaf to Gunther, a chin lock to Sheamus that breaks the hold, and then a bro kick from Gunther to Gun. Sorry, from Sheamus to Gunther, but Drew pulls Sheamus out the ring, breaking the pinfall. Sheamus looks pissed at Drew. McIntyre then hits this con Hilo to the outside, which takes out Sheamus. Yeah, this again, this guy's huge. We've obviously seen him do this move before, but the fact that he's massive, it's the Undertaker doing the dive, right? Yeah. Like it's like this huge guy doing the spot. So they picked it perfectly and the crowd go nuts. Michael Cole screams. He goes, Titus, you've never done that before. <laughs> and Titus right away without missing a beat goes, and I never will, Cole. That was incredible. <laughs> like what? Holy I've God. never done a lot of things. Come yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. It's like I've never hit a tope con Hilo. Drew then does the countdown for the Claymore, but gets met with a bro kick for a two. There's then the Glasgow kiss, headbutt to Sheamus, a knee from Sheamus to Drew, and then the Claymore to Sheamus. One, two, Sheamus kicks out. Drew and Sheamus are now duking it out, and there's another bro kick out of nowhere, but Sheamus can't capitalize. He's a bit slow making the cover. One, two, and Gunther comes off the top rope with a huge splash on top of both of them, picks up Sheamus, power bombs him onto the back of Drew, and then picks up Drew and delivers another power bomb. One, two, three, and Gunther retains. But he pinned Drew. He pinned so Drew. Sheamus still has uh, a gripe. One day he'll become IC champion. Isn't that the whole thing he wants it? I think so. It's the, yeah. one, the one thing that's eluded, eluded him. him. Yeah. Uh, what a match. Like It's legit like what you imagine what pro wrestling should be. Like When yeah. you explain, oh, I watch pro wrestling, this is what it is. It's big fucking dudes slapping the ch- just the piss out of each other. Just, Chopping, slugging. Just 16 minutes 36, but like it's jam-packed of just... yeah brawling i actually haven't watched it back since watching live and it's it, it hit just as well it hit is the right word like all all three of them just 
back and forth going at it. I'm not even a big fan of Drew. Sheamus has, has been fine. He really stepped up in the last while, but wow, like the the three of them, the chemistry between them, like again, Gunther's the small one in this match and ends it by power bombing both of them. It's yeah. like, what the hell? He's a, a freak. He's gotten in incredible shape. All three of them are just absolutely jacked, yoked to the gills. They're all been working out with Sheamus, I guess, for his workout videos. But like, wow, like this is it. You said 16 minutes. There's wrestling moves in it. Was there a story going into it? There actually was, but it didn't even, it's just like the story was, which one of these big fuckers is going to walk yeah. out as the champ? And that was all I needed. It was a show stealer for WrestleMania and just, it, just great. I love again how violent it is for no weapons yeah you know they yeah, don't yeah. it's a triple threat so they could do no dq stuff yeah, they yeah. don't it's not like there's a table spot but it's still really violent just the brutality and like both sheamus and gunther are pretty pale so you see all the welts especially on sheamus yeah commentary just <clears throat> having an absolute blast watching this and i think what like makes this stand out as well is you don't see matches like this in wwe really like expect like we're getting them more regularly now with Gunther, but especially at WrestleMania. Like I can't think of any other WrestleMania match that's like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing quite like it. It's it's so weird because Gunther being put in WWE is working so well that it's making people like, wait, what? How is this? Yeah, well, everyone's okay. going, ah, oh, they're gonna put him in later hosen and all to us when they change his name. It's like, oh, they changed his name. The name really doesn't fucking matter anymore. And it's like, oh, actually, they haven't changed this guy. He's just gotten in incredible shape yeah. and now is fucking throwing these guys around. So elevated this title, like elevated this is these the two, number two titles. Yeah, he's really. just he's become someone that's like, oh my god, your aura didn't leave at all. You just picked up the aura of WWE. Yeah. Like I, I, it was shocking. I, I legit, I knew I was so like, W is going to wreck him. The W is going to do whatever they do and he's going to leave and go back to being the indie guy. No, it's not even that. He was like, nah, this is what I can do. You take it or leave it. And they, they took it and they made him even bigger. Like this time next year, he will be a champion of bigger. He'll I, be one of their main I think guys. he'll be a champion in 2024. Like, the reason they made a show in Germany is because of this guy. Like they're doing that show because of him. Like I, yeah, I mean, he would absolutely headline that show. Um, I wonder what his Mania match is. Like, there's so many, like, a yeah. Brock match is something I'd, I'd love to see. Cody. Brock going for the one title that's eluded him in his career. <laughs> you know, like, uh, Cody, I mean, yeah, if if it's Rock Roman, Cody, Gunther sounds great as well. I think this guy's going to have an incredible WWE career. Yeah. Hall of Famer going forward. He will be the guy in the, for the next five he, years. He's just someone that, anyone against him sounds interesting. Like, fuck. Like, The Miz sounded like an interesting match against Gunther. And you know what? The second one was pretty good. Yeah. There's even, like, last year had a good match against Braun Strowman. You know, like, there's so many matches. I, I will say, unfortunately, like, the Riddle and the Drew singles match surprisingly under-delivered yeah, for me. Yeah, and it, then it did. Other matches I'm not expecting to really deliver over deliver but. so yeah we were at SummerSlam and it was drew versus gunther yeah. at SummerSlam. it didn't hit for me i i'm again not a huge drew fan not the biggest sheamus fan but when you're in the ring with someone like this it it it, it interests me a lot more and the style clash there is it's something something very special this match was definitely very special and everyone watching it there i i, I think this match deserves the the praise and the credit it's getting because you watch the people in the crowd for that WrestleMania, especially right at the end of the match when Gunther finally wins and he's holding up the title and they say he retains and all that. There's so, it cuts to the crowd and so many people in the match are like, you can see like, they don't even really know who this 
this yeah. guy might even be. They're there for the Logan Paul. And they might and have been Roman. booing to start with, yeah. but they're like, no. And they're kind of like, oh, actually, like, oh, fuck. That was fucking good. So, like, that's the one. Like, everyone would come out of this weekend being like, oh, Roman didn't stop Cody from finishing the story. And, you know, this person showed up and there was zip lines. It's like, these guys just came out and fucking beat the snot out of each other. And it was a highlight. And it, it wasn't the heel. It wasn't, you know... Sheamus hits a bro kick to Drew and Gunther drags him out the ring and pins Drew. It's like, no, dominant yeah. power bomb to both. This was a, a real like, oh, is WWE like getting good again? Because yeah. like if they let these guys do this, then who knows what they're going to let people do this year and the year after that. So really, really great match. So what would you give this match? I mean, this is a five star classic for WWE and uh, it, it was it was a show stealer for that night. Again, I know people didn't like night two, but it had this match. So how can you not like WrestleMania? That I just look at it as a show as full, and this was maybe the my favorite match out of that weekend. But yeah, just just great. And you you could run this back next year. Just yeah. let them beat beat each other up again. So five, yeah, I went five as well. Meltzer five cage match nine point four four zero. So it's just a little bit behind. The FTR match, which and, was a 9.45 and a 5.25. And Meltzer doesn't usually give WWE five stars. He's been a little, you know. He started to more, more so. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. Awesome. I, I mean, yeah, you don't need to go by someone else's rules or even ours, but you watch this match and it's good. So I can tell you that. So we're now to the final match of part one. What placed number six? Should we, is there any other honorable mentions? We kind of gave some out in the end. Uh, Obviously WrestleMania seemed like one of the better shows this year with all these different matches on it, but you know what? Um, From night two, I think, I think the finish like tainted a lot of people, but uh, Cody V Roman was getting like pretty good ratings as well. When putting the list together, uh, it's not one I've actually revisited. And no. I, I think for a lot of people, it was like Cody didn't finish the story. And then they're <laughs> not like, watching it. They're like, fuck that. But yeah, that had pretty, pretty solid ratings as well across the board. I will say I'm not a fan of Roman's matches. So I would not put one of his matches in any of my top five belt to belt stuff. But I can't dislook the like aura and storyline mm. of the character that they've really mastered with him this year they had some bumps and, and stuff on the road but roman's been a huge character in wrestling but for me it's never his matches that stand out mm. and i'd say that from even way before when he was in the shield and stuff he was never like the wrestler but i'm really happy as just a fan of like seeing what they've done with this character in the last year but when it comes to wrestling and nerding out over ratings and stuff he's not one that i would rate as like the worker mm. of of wwe when they do have like a lot of other guys this year uh over in nxt like we mentioned Ilya and mellow like Ilya, anytime he wrestles someone he's similar to gunther obviously they have their history anytime anyone wrestles him it's really good the the stuff with mellow comes to mind uh mellow himself he always has good matches uh becky lynch versus tiffany stratton uh was in the top 30 that was highly rated uh I uh, I really enjoyed the men's Iron Survivor match. Oh yeah! Uh, recently, just again something that just stands out a bit different from the rest of the year. I I thought that one really delivered. Uh, so yeah, NXT definitely like making its way back into these lists. Um, we also had a bunch of Will Osprey matches uh, that didn't make the top ten, but were in the top thirty. <laughs> um, Osprey versus Zack Saber Junior in October. Oh yeah. Osprey versus Mike Bailey. 
which is another five-star match. I'm not even going to fucking lie. Like, I, I, I made my picks to try to vary it. Yeah. Because, like, if you're actually going to get serious about, like, rating matches better than the Osprey would just be all fucking ten of them. Because mm. he's had, like, how many matches this year that everyone would rave about? Like, Osprey versus Suji. Like, there's there, so like... many. So, like, yeah. And I know there's people out there who don't necessarily check out other stuff outside of of WWE most of the time. And I know there's lots of fans like that, but he is someone that you just like cannot ignore that he's mm. so good. Cause you, you put him in, if he were to show up in WWE, he'd be doing the same thing. He'd be having these incredible stellar matches. Um, Nakajima versus Miyahara, which I I've got to admit, I didn't see that as well as Julia versus Tam Nakano. Uh, they were two incredibly highly rated matches in 2023. Um, unfortunately I, I didn't watch those two. Um, right at the end of the year, just like slipping into the ballot, was Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson from the, uh, I was going to say the G1, the the Continental Classic oh, yeah. semifinal. Uh, something else that that I remember was pretty good was the NXT Stand and Deliver five-way match. Uh, Wesley, Axiom, Dragon Lee, and Dragonov and oh, JD. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was excellent. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. I remember that. JD, oh, yeah, he was in NXT. Yeah, yeah, before he went mm. back up. Yeah, uh, that was pretty good. Um yeah, there was there's so much good wrestling this year that it's like, oh wow, trying to pick ten matches was was pretty difficult. And again, trying to think of different things, like so it wasn't just like Osprey versus so and so because he had such a year that you could have we could have just done best of Osprey this year and there we we would still miss stuff off mm-hmm. of it because every match that this guy wrestled this year it was was good. Yeah. I know people will be messaging us after listening to this right now being like, where's Osprey Speedball? Where's Osprey this? Maybe we'll get to it. And maybe, maybe. you should vote next year. <laughs> well, let's go to what place? Number six. And we are staying in Los Angeles. We are staying in SoFi Stadium. Whoa. We are going to April 1st, 2023 for WrestleMania 39, night one. It is The Usos defending the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You were talking earlier when we started this show about uh, do you count entrances and the story going yeah. into it. Out of Sometimes when we watch certain things back, I don't have time to watch like mm-hmm. the entrances and, and all that stuff, or at least like the video package. I'll try to watch. I made sure I watched everything from yeah. the beginning to the end for this one because that counts. Even Lil Uzi Vert, who was there for why? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it was it was sick because like he is a celebrity. People do love him. I'm sure we'll see him at WrestleMania this year with Nakamura or something. But him bringing out the Usos, that's really cool. But the video package was a really big part of the whole story of like the last year with Sami Zayn and the bloodline. And then even before that was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Like it mixed in like trying to get. Tevin and Sammy back together yeah. the moment when they hugged. Um, yeah. Like everything about it was was great. And finally giving them like a tag team main event WrestleMania. Like the first tag team main event since WrestleMania one. That's insane. Yeah. And and like, yeah, we're we're in Canada. I'm a Canadian boy. Owens and Zayn, like, they're fucking like legends here. They're heroes over here. And they get the main event slot against the Usos, who, like, are the best WWE tag team of the modern era. If you want to say ever, I wouldn't necessarily argue with you because they've been absolutely killing it. And they finally get a main event slot. They're not in the corner. They're in the corner. They were in so many pre-show matches. So many. As well. I think 
I think the year before probably weren't even might on. have been their first year on the actual main card. Yeah, it's, yeah. There was some crazy stat like that. Yeah, is this and it? Is it this might, their first? It might have been this match. They've always been on the pre-show. They're always but never, on the pre. Yeah, yeah, always the bridesmaid. But and tonight they were the bride. Were on the show. Obviously, Owens had his moment with Steve Austin the year before. Yeah. But you know, everyone wanted that, like. When they first came into the company, you know, that first NXT where Sammy wins the championship and Kevin Owens celebrates with him and then power bombs him on the apron. Ever since then, people were waiting for their, like, you know, Eddie Benoit moment. Yeah. Wrestling, yeah, yeah. Where they are the guys, the unexpected duo who shouldn't ever make it to the top, standing tall at the top. And now they're in the main event. And with an incredible story, as you said, going into this. The Usos coming out looking so clean yeah. in their white. Great gear. We the ones looking great. Owens in his ball shorts. And then <laughs> Owens, but again, like kind of deliberately so. Just yeah. these are like normal looking blokes. The PWG inspired yeah, yeah, gorilla, gear yeah. and all that was just awesome. So again, before this has even started, I'm like, Let's go. And and the crowd are like super hot. Again, Usos are the heels and like the crowd are really into their entrance music. I love yeah. their theme. And the whole, you know, right, putting your ones up and everything. But then as soon as Sammy and Kevin, they're like, all right, cool. We love you. But now we need to boo you guys because Sammy and Kevin are coming out now. And then it completely flips where like the crowd are so behind these guys that you just want to see them have this like moment. And yeah, it was it was it was one time in like modern WWE where I'm like, I'm following the story, watching the clips of like what's happening with Sammy and and stuff. And it's like, man, wouldn't it be cool if these two and they actually yeah. did. It's like the one time you're like, what if they and main evented with a tag team title match? Like it's that big. It's that important. And they actually did it. And it was like when you weren't going for Sammy versus Roman at Mania in the singles match. This was yeah what you needed to Your be, but it needed to be the main event. Sammy finishes a story. He finishes this WrestleMania. Yeah, um, Cole is saying that the Usos combined reigns are over a thousand days, and Kevin and Sammy have never held tag team championships. Yet. Yeah, I mean the, in WWE. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which again is insane. So finally getting that like opportunity is awesome. So the bell rings. Jimmy tags in Jay immediately to face Sammy. Mm. Uh, obviously, Jay and jay and sammy having all that history they isolate sammy for the first portion of the match who eventually makes the hot tag to owens who hits a swanton to the outside taking out both usos there's then a swanton on jay in the middle of the ring but he gets the knees up this allows jimmy to follow up with an uso splash and now the usos just hitting series of super kicks to owens followed by a cannonball in the corner from jimmy goes up top uh but sorry Kevin goes up top, but Jay holds the ankles. Now, Sammy comes back and hits a uh, brain buster on the apron, and Owens follows up with a swanton to Jimmy for a two count. Sammy then hits an Uso splash for a two, and uh, like Corey's going off on, ah, oh, the disrespect of using <laughs> their move. Uh, Cole, uh, the Ole chants just start ringing out through the stadium, and Michael Cole says, ah, El Generico would be very proud of the Olay chance. Can, do they have somewhere, somewhere with the orphans Tijuana, right? yeah. watching WrestleMania on a little screen? Uh, Jimmy then fights off the Blue Thunderbomb to make a tag. Uh, but then Sammy hits the Blue Thunderbomb, but gets super kicked by Jay, who's now the legal man. There's now a series of super kicks to Sammy. Super kick party. He's now like on his knees getting super kicked. 
KO breaks up the pin, but now he gets super kicked. Sammy attempts a roll up, but there's a kick out uh, as KO is like holding the ankles of Jimmy on the outside uh, and starts slamming Jimmy's head against the announce table, setting it up to put Jimmy through it. But the Usos fight back and kind of shield bomb KO through the table. This is huge. Yeah. He's a big dude. So sending him flying through this, like the table just like exploded. So no, Sammy's on his own in the ring and is hit by the one D, the one and done, one, two. Sammy kicks out. The crowd go crazy. Cole is losing his mind, saying no one has ever kicked out to the one D. And then Jay uh, hits a halluva kick of his own. He's chatting shit to Sammy. He's saying you should never have left the bloodline, bro. And Sammy hits just this desperation exploder out of nowhere, manages to tag in KO, who hits the stunner to Jimmy. There's a halluva kick from Sammy, a stunner to Jay. One, two, and Jay kicks out. Now, they all four are stood up. They do the classic. Lines are drawn. They're uh-huh. facing off at each other. All start brawling. There's super kicks to, uh, from Kevin, goes to the pop-up powerbomb, but Jay slips out and tags Jimmy, who now takes out KO with super kicks, takes out Sammy with super kicks. There's now stereo Uso splashes on Owens, but Owens kicks out. Very big reactions here, like 80,000 people screaming for these. Owens then makes the tag to Sammy, who hits the halluva kick to Jay, holds him up, starts talking to him, whispering him in his ear. Gives him the old little wink. Yeah. Another halluva kick. KO comes in to stop Jimmy with the stunner. And now Sammy's in the corner. Awesome close-up of Sami Zayn's face as he hits a third halluva kick. One, two, three. And Owens and Sammy have won in 24 minutes, 17 seconds. Steen and Generico have done it. From PWG to WrestleMania as tag team champions. And we get that final moment, like you said, Eddie and Benoit yeah. at the end there, except they're, they've won the tag team titles in the main event of WrestleMania. It's such a great moment. Like the, the match itself is just so awesome. I, I, I love the Usos so much, but it's always been a problem of their like opponents. Mm-hmm. They don't have anyone up to it's their New part. Day. Yeah, like, it's always only it. ever been yeah. New Day. And Street I got Profit sick of it sometimes, but like yeah. still like, yeah. So like the Usos, like you've always, everyone always wants to see them versus the Bucks. And here they're doing the super kick. Like everyone who ever says like, oh, all they do is super kicks. Like the Usos do a lot of fucking super oh, yeah. kicks in this match and all their matches. But like, man, like what a match. Finally, you have these two guys who used to be a tag team a lot. Finally tagging up again mm. to take on the WWE's best team and then beat them. And it's... Again, it's 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 not even just the in-ring, but the in-ring is actually so fucking good and like the bites of it. Like going into it, you're like, okay, they have to beat the yeah. Usos. Like this is the story. Imagine watching the end of them. This isn't Rocky. It's like, no, no, no. They have to yeah. win this match. So imagine like Cody lost the next <laughs> match. Like, <yeah. laughs> it's like, no, they have to win this thing. And like watching this, you bite on everything, even like even though you know it, like they have to. And hearing the crowd roar and just like yeah, watching this, watching this live. I think this is the second time I've watched it today, and it's like watching it live was like so like you were in the moment, like you you knew they were winning, but you were so behind these two, and you couldn't even hate on the Usos. It's just like, yeah. sorry, you got to lose. So it's honestly a perfect WWE match, and it's yeah, yeah. I mean, 
in ring wise, sure, it's spammy with all the super kicks yeah. and stuff. Technically, is FTR like Bullet Club Gold a better in ring match? Possibly, but it's it's pro wrestling and it's storytelling, yeah. and this is the culmination of such a great story of years, and, really. But it it had to like for me, it had to be the main event. It had to be at WrestleMania in this stadium. Like they could have had the same match at like payback in a basketball arena and it would have been great, but it wouldn't have been this. Yeah. You know, it needed to be this night in the main event in this stadium. Um, and just like, I mean, I, I cried when I watched this the first time, you know, I, I teared up. I remember the next day us being hung over. Like we had a friend staying, we threw it on again before going to. Yeah. We watched it. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. We did watch it. We're beaten up. Yeah. We put it on again and I'm I'm tearing up again that yeah. day. And like, how can I not give that five stars if yeah. you get like that reaction from me? Uh, it's just, this is where WWE just deliver. And, yeah. you know, Kevin Dunn's just left the, the company and he gets a lot of hate, but giving him credit as well for like this, like some of the, the close-ups on Sammy at certain moments in the match, like just capturing every moment when, you know, when Jay's like, doing story like ah you should never left the yeah, bloodline yeah. and stuff you watch a whole lot of AEW and so much is missed of that stuff you know like i will say the production's great yeah, wwe everything i will say watching this back i think i watched like uh, i didn't watch it on the network i quickly just found it like online someone mm-hmm. had taken it and put it up there and when matches are when it's the end of the year and matches are so good it's easy to find them because yeah. everyone wants to watch them and share them and stuff i i noticed watching the first time is sometimes though they're too zoomed in that you can hear Sammy like, okay, hit me again. Hit Get me down. again. Hit me, hit me. Yeah, yeah, wait, more, 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 more. It's like you're mic'd, so yeah. it must be so hard to gauge that, right? But you do have to communicate. I want to know what he whispers to Jay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a whole other thing, right? Like the winking, and it's yeah. like, no, they're still boys. Trust me. I mean, fast the forward. At the beginning of the match. Yeah, the wink yeah. is at the beginning, and then the thing at the end where he whispers, right, or something. It's, so it's, it's probably like, you know, when – Seth been Roman at 31 yeah. and you hear him go, Thanks. thank you so much. Yeah. It's probably something along those lines. Sure. Like that. The rock to Austin in Austin's last match, but it's, it's cause Sammy and the Usos will one day get back together and it'll be a whole like, I mean, I imagine we get Jimmy VJ this yeah. year at mania. I imagine they eliminate each other in the rumble, which sets up that down the line. They need to get back together. Yeah. Once we bolster this tag division, you know, you're going to have gorillas of destiny in there. You've got the Creed right. brothers, like, I, I, There's other stuff you can do. I'm like finally like, yes, the Usos are finally getting that. And then they break them up yeah. this year. And I'm like, oh, okay. But it was, I guess it was time. But I, I'm not enjoying really what they've done with that. But this was, I mean, where do you go after this? Like, this was it. This yeah, was the Mecca. It's, it's the end of the story. Yeah, the story is literally is over. So um, I, I'm, I'm, I I enjoyed also Steen and, and um, Sammy becoming the tag team. and, and They had some fun stuff. I, yeah. I enjoyed both the 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 raw match with Judgment Day, but the also Philly street the, fight. the street fight was so much fun. Yeah, um, uh, uh, yeah, like they had who was it against Backlash? Like they had some. I I do feel like they somewhat dropped the ball with that because that could have been like a whole tour could have been based on that. You could have filled fucking arenas with these two as your main promoter. I agree. They had yeah. some good matches, but I think there was stuff left on the table. Yeah, as well. which they could easily go back to. Sure. And then you do them versus each other which one day we'll get to again so that's it that's the end of part one we had in 10th place charlotte flair versus wait Rhea. we didn't do our our, our ratings for oh this shit five stars five stars 
Meltzer gave it five. Cage match nine point one four. Meltzer was trigger happy at this WrestleMania. Yeah. He was like five stars. Five. It stars. was a good mania. Yeah. So in tenth place, Rhea versus Charlotte at WrestleMania night one for the SmackDown Women's Championship. In ninth place, FTR versus Jay White and Juice Robinson. Two out three falls for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Uh, eighth place. It was the Texas death match between Hangman Adam Page and John Moxley at AEW Revolution. Seventh place, the Intercontinental Championship three-way match between Gunther, Drew, and Sheamus from WrestleMania Night 2. And in sixth place, the Usos versus Kevin and Sammy for the Undisputed Tag Team Championship. All great matches, rightfully so, on a on a top ten match. Watching these back today was like a breeze to to watch back some of the best wrestling. And I mean, it, it makes me like reinvigorated of yeah. like why I love this weird shit. How are we going to talk about five matches that are better than theoretically this? better than these? I don't know how, but yeah, I I went higher on this match for me. This was higher on my list, just from like a, a personal level. I I actually com- didn't put it on my list, but I forgot. So and that was my fault. Yeah, I don't think I. Yeah, sent I you think the list. Yeah, I think you you didn't have it on the list, and it, I should have remembered it. But there's so many this year that yeah. right as you told me, I went, oh yeah, what the fuck? That should be like pretty high up on <laughs> yeah. everyone's list. So uh, let us know. So you- justice for <laughs> should this be higher? Yeah, it potentially could have been if I remembered it as well. But uh, this is a pretty high on our list at being yeah. number six. But it means only what well, matches. It, it, one night one. There you go. There the you one go. night one, just <laughs> like it did. But do you agree with us? Let us know at Poison Rana Pod, our, our 10 to 6 here. Do you agree with where these are? Uh, obviously, by next week, we'll be getting a lot of ats. Well, this should have been on. Oh, you didn't and we'll, we'll listen to it. We'll and love sorry, it. Sorry, John Pine. No, no GCW. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, you, uh, no. none of those matches made it uh, on this list. Uh, but our best and worst of show is later tonight. Yeah, we got to eat. And <laughs> there's somehow there might be GCW on that show. So oh, definitely yeah. check it out. Uh, we will be joining John away for best and worst of 2023 later tonight, or depending on when you're listening to this, check out the replay on the post wrestling feed available to everyone on Monday for free. But tonight patrons will be invited 8 PM for patrons of poison Lana and post wrestling. Yes. So we'll be jo- joining them for that show. And then sometime this week, we will be recording part two, where we'll be going through the top five matches. And if you liked this, subscribe to our Patreon to hear part two. It's only five bucks to get that show and a whole hundreds, 500 plus shows of all the different shows. It's only five bucks. You get a whole month's access there on the Patreon. And we do so many podcasts. And yeah, if you want to hear part five, if you enjoyed us nerding out over some pro wrestling, please give us a shot. It's only five bucks. And there's so many other shows that we do out on there. Every every month we're putting out crazy amounts of podcasts and so many fun shows. And we can't do it without you fine people. So thank you so much for for hanging out here. We hope you enjoyed yeah. our, our first five here and can't wait to talk all about the rest. Whew, I'm spent. Yeah, I don't know how we're we going to do we a got whole two hours show. to... To fix up and yeah, look sharp. All definitely right. saying something's going to get us canceled. <laughs> 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 Tune in tonight. Thank you, everybody. At Poison Rana Pod on Twitter, Instagram, poisonrana.ca for everything. And uh, we'll see you later. Take care. Goodbye. And be safe. Ahoy!